This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Well, hello everyone. Welcome back to Dumpster Diving. Our look back at some of the horrible things in the past of pop culture. Also, some good stuff too from from time to time. Mike, today are we looking at something good or bad? Uh, either or. I mean, uh, it's not a terrible movie. It's a guilty pleasure, I would say, of mine. I don't know how you feel about this movie. So, the last... So, oh, uh, Just so everyone knows, we saw The Craft, 1996, The Craft. If the title of the episode wasn't an indicator, <laughs> we saw The Craft. Uh, Nev Campbell, um, uh, Robin Tunney... Uh, Feruza Bulk. Yeah, and... Rachel uh, True. Yeah, Rachel True, that's right. So, uh, I saw this movie back in 1996, and not at all since. And I I talked to my wife, who likes this movie, and you know she watched it with me. I said, does it hold up? Because she had seen it more recently than I did. And she's like, eh, not really. <clears throat> so then, like, we watched it, and when it was over, I said... I think it still holds up. Like, yeah, I was just saying, I felt that it did hold up. And she goes, she goes, she goes, no. She said, I think I wasn't in the right mood when I watched it uh, the last time because watching it now it really does hold up. So we both agreed that <clears throat> that it, it holds up. I, yeah, I think it's it's a pretty solid movie. I I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's very very solid. It's obviously a. Uh... A movie made uh, because of other similar movies with like the occult were successful. I mean, mm-hmm. you could see parts, uh, you know, The Lost Boys definitely in there, like when oh, they're yeah. flying in the room at one point. Um, there's other movies that came out around the time, so it's not the most unique of ideas. But I mean, I think the execution is very good. Absolutely, uh, it doesn't hurt that uh, you know the women are are attractive. Um, no, I, every single one of them I find attractive, which is a very rare thing in a. Uh, in a movie, yeah. unless you know it's those ones on uh, that one website. <laughs> it it reminds me a little bit of Heather's, uh, you know, like a See, super- yeah, yeah. That also another another uh, movie, you know, that would be some sort of influence. Yeah, like a supernatural uh, type of of Heather's. It's uh, so apparently uh, the concept for this movie came from. Uh, Douglas Wick, who was watching one, Heather's, <laughs> was one of the producers. He said he wanted to create a film about the high school experience blended with witchcraft, and then Peter uh, Filardi, who was the uh, the screenwriter, basically just researched <laughs> the topic. So, he, so Douglas Wick was just like, "Oh, this would be interesting. Go do this." What I thought was interesting was actually, uh, I could see this as being a realistic portrayal of witchcraft as opposed to, like, in every other movie, for the most part, oh, look, that person's a witch. That means they're a Satanist or mm-hmm. they're the devil, which, you know, the whole concept of, like, the Wicca religion has nothing to do with that, which is, I think it's interesting that, you know, they actually, I mean, for, like, I'm, I'm sure it's a major studio. These people were pretty famous or on the verge of being famous when the movie came out. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, this is probably, like, Nev Campbell's first movie that I know of. Uh well but, yeah um, Nev Campbell was in Party of Five um right she was in this before Scream right yeah yes this would even help because this is kind of like a scary movie and she's like you know a uh, a bad uh, a bad guy at one point in the movie mm-hmm. yeah Robin Tunney was maybe the most famous I guess um she was yeah in- my wife pointed out that you could see that she had a shaved head still from yeah. uh, Empire, Empire Records. Records yeah. 
Yeah, and and you know, like Rachel True, I think was you know fairly uh, new at the time. And uh, um, how do you say her name? Uh, Feruza? Feruza? Yeah, I Fer- think bulk. Yeah, yeah, I don't know that she was in a lot of stuff around here, but she, the thing I oddly enough, she was in Return to Oz. Yes, do you remember that movie? Yep. Yeah, she's a little girl in Return to Oz, and I didn't even realize that. And so I start. I watched Return to Oz like 15, 20 years ago, and they actually had her at the beginning, like you know, talking about how she was in the movie and stuff. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. Yeah, I, I, but I don't know what she did between the two things. I don't know. <laughs> but um, kind of. I had nightmares from those fucking wheelie guys the whole time, and then uh, you know, finally came out of it and like, oh, I'm in another horror. Yeah. Now I'm gonna dream hey, about. What do you think scarier, the craft, the craft, or Return to Oz? Oh, I think Return to Oz is way scarier. Of a movie. That, that movie is unsilly. <laughs> like the Hall of Heads, where she takes her head off and switches it. Uh, no thing. Yeah, that movie is like, oh, I, somebody did a lot of drugs, and that, uh, it honestly feels like somebody is on a lot of drugs mm-hmm. when they wrote the script. Yeah. So let's see. According to her filmography, after Return to Oz. She was in uh, a bunch of stuff I've never heard of. Uh, the Outside Chance of Maximilian Glick. That didn't take off? No, apparently not. Is that, is that a predecessor to Jiminy Glick? Right. I think it's. Uh, I think it was named by the same person that named uh, the Englishman who went up a hill but came down a mountain. Right. Uh, let's see. Gas Food Lodging. I kind of heard of that, I think. Um, Only when you were uh, driving down the highway. <laughs> Sounds familiar. Brooke Adams and Iona Sky were in it. Maybe I oh, Iona Sky. Maybe I haven't seen this. I don't know. Imaginary Crimes, uh, which came out a year before this. I think it has to do with um, uh, Bill Cosby. Oh, Jeez. did you did you put your own sound effect on that one? Things to do. Yeah, things to do. <laughs> Things to do in like, ooh, I better bring a glassware to make that Bill Cosby joke. Things to do in Denver when you're dead. She was in that. That's the, that's the only thing we wrote. Another uh, great title for a movie. Mm-hmm. Andy Garcia. Isn't Christian Slater in that one? Oh, maybe not. Uh, it's Andy Garcia, Christopher Lloyd, Treat Williams, Steve Buscemi, Christopher Walken, uh, Feruza, oh God, Balk. A fucking weird ass looking cast there. Yeah. And Gabrielle Anwar. Oh. Who I, I, with that, you freak. Right? Uh, I bet the Anwar is spelled. <laughs> 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 like Sadat. Um, but uh, speaking of the, you know, how how accurate they were with uh, the Wiccan religion, apparently there was a real-life Wiccan, uh, Pat Devon, uh, who acted as an on-set advisor for the film. And she wrote all the incantations uh, that were used in the movie. She made sure that the you know Wiccan subject matter was as accurate and respectful as possible. So that probably, you know, lends a lot to... The fact that they took it seriously, I think, you know, that's a, obviously a point in the film's favor. And for all you kids out there, I've tried these incantations. They really work. <laughs> Give it a shot. Exactly. You want to turn your hair blonde uh, with some of the worst special effects I've ever seen? You want to have uh, Skeet Ulrich uh, obsessively stalk you? Yeah, exactly. Who doesn't? <laughs> That's He's wh- not busy. What's he doing? No, exactly. Oh, that reminds me of a new game I came up with. I don't know if you want me to wait till the, uh, Shoot and the main skeet. show. Or if you want me to... Or if- <laughs> Shoot and see. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, no, we can do it. We can do it now. All right, it's called What Do You Think Blank Is Up To? Okay. <laughs> and then I'll ask, and then you ask, and Blank could be anything you want to. All right, I love what it. Do you what do you think Danny Glover is up to? Ooh. Um, well, he got his neck cut in that Saw movie. <laughs> um, I think he's... Oh my God, that Saw movie was so bad that it made Danny Glover look like a terrible actor. Yeah, really. <laughs> That's how bad that movie is. What, what, watch uh, watch The Color Purple, then watch Saw. See what the difference is. <laughs> yeah, you'll get whiplash. <laughs> <laughs> Your neck will be cut by the whiplash. Oh, my God. I think he's probably... My guess is he's probably retired, right? He's got to be in his late 70s. Uh, that's incorrect. The answer is taking a nice hot bath. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. Oh, yeah. These, these have answers. I forgot that part <laughs> of the game. That's pretty important. This isn't just rampant speculation. <laughs> what do you think? Um, what do you think Charles Nelson Riley's up to? Uh, he's an entire skeleton. He's probably rotted to that stage at this point, or unless he was cremated. <laughs> um, he's uh. The answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind because he was cremated. <laughs> That's what he's oh. Doing. oh, well, maybe get a tighter urn next time. Oh, my God. Poor Charles Nelson Riley. Well, I mean, I guess he lived a, a while, you know. Yeah, he had a good life. Uh, yeah, his, what do you, you, think, uh, you know what's funny? What? You know what's funny? <laughs> is that joke, the, <laughs> the blowing in the wind joke, and then saying he was cremated. I was just completely making that up because I had no idea. But I looked it up. He was cremated. <laughs> Jeez. So that was a uh, that was a good guess. Uh, that weekend after he died in 2007, the Game Show Network dedicated its programming to Riley, airing some of his funniest episodes of Match Game. One of my favorite episodes of the X Files. Jose Chunks from Outer Space. He's oh, yeah. in it. He's hilarious. Yeah, Charles Nelson Riley, a legend. Hey, uh, what do you think Frankie Muniz is up to right now? <laughs> isn't now he's isn't he like racing cars or something like that? Yes. That's that's what I remember. He's doing some kind of stuff with car racing, but I don't follow car racing. Speaking no. of speaking of that then. He, he's in a race car bed uh with a big <laughs> glass of wine. <laughs> what do you think? Uh oh, what who's a good one? Um I, I'm keeping those for myself. <laughs> I'm not on your side of this game. Right. I'm trying to think of uh, another child star that's probably still alive. What do you think the guy that played Peter Brady's up to right now? Peter, is that the middle one? Yeah. Christopher something is his name? Christopher Knight. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Christopher he's, Knight. He's balls deep in a hooker. <laughs> I wish I could I wish I could think of something funny. And then while he's doing that, you see the, the screen kind of pop out. Like you see his siblings are also uh, with hookers. <laughs> it's a it, split it, The screen. dad's obviously not there. Died from AIDS. Because, Robert Reed. Because it's, no, because of social distancing, um, he's uh, he's on uh, FaceTime with all of his, uh, all his siblings, <laughs> and it's like boxes like that. Nice, <laughs> mom. I think they're all alive too. <laughs> Everyone but the dad and Alice. Yeah, that's true. The oh, dad and, and Tiger's fucking dead for sure. Oh, you think so? That dog. <laughs> the dog. <laughs> oh, it's gotta be dead. It'd be a fifty-year-old dog. <laughs> I thought maybe it. it uh, 
it uh you know so that would be clear by this point tear a piece of white <laughs> oh wait it is because it's a ghost uh, in 2019, Christopher Knight was uh, did six episodes of a very Brady renovation. <laughs> oh no! I, oh, I think remember. I think they bought the house. It was some company. Whatever company put that show on was it Discovery or the Home Network or Home and Garden yeah. Network? Something HGTV. That's right. You got it. Yeah, yeah. So I think I think they bought that house with the you know for all intensive purposes they wanted to. Uh, you know, make it into a uh, a show with the Bradys because you know some people still remember them. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's. I mean, ex- what the fuck? How, who, exactly ah, who, who's watching this? I don't know. I I think that anyone that's old enough to remember the Brady Bunch is already uh, in a nursing home and being ravaged by COVID nineteen. Jeez. No, I, I think like my mom, like people my mom's age, like she really liked the Brady Bunch, but I mean. She doesn't watch it actively. She's it's been on for like fifty years. She's watched it as much as she's wanted to, you know, due to Nick at Night and on demand and you know Netflix and streaming stuff. If you want to watch the Brady Bunch, you've gotten your fill by this point. Let me tell you something. Um, th- talk about things that don't hold up. That show does not hold up. It's a bad show. Yeah, all the early sitcoms, in my opinion, are very bad. Yeah, maybe. Um... Uh, well, from that I era, I'd say, like, yeah, that, that, that's okay. I don't think Gilligan's Island is very good. Oh. I don't know. I've never really seen Dick Van Dyke. I don't know how that holds up. I imagine um, it'd be better than most. Yeah, I, I remember liking Dick Van Dyke when it was on Nick at Night. I've never liked Gilligan's Island. I always thought it was so stupid. Yeah, it's the dumbest fucking concept ever. Like, oh, we can't get off the island. I'm telling you, that professor should be having a three way with those two uh, women, too. I'd watch that. Yeah. The professor, Marianne, and the movie star, whatever her name was. Uh, Ginger? Oh, yeah, that's right. Ginger. Is that what it is? Ginger? Yeah. yeah. And uh, Mrs. Yeah. Holloway could watch. Watch? No, no. Have you heard of uh, DVDA, my friend? Oh, there you go. Love it. Oh, there's just enough guys, too. <laughs> that's true. Chris. Just the perfect amount. Oh, it's kind of happened. I'm sure there's got to be a sex tape or whatever, you know, like a porn parody of Gilligan's Island. Oh, porn parody for sure. Oh, my God. What the fuck was it? I was looking up yesterday. The other day I was looking up something. It was like the most random subject and like half the. Oh, it was Tim. <laughs> OK, this doesn't make a lot of sense or any sense. But I was uh, I was on this uh, messenger app for like this uh, online role playing game I play. Mm. And instead of Tim Allen, I actually typed time Allen. <laughs> So before this, before someone could mock me for being a poor speller, I quickly said, you know, Tim Allen's time-traveling brother, Tim Allen. <laughs> so just for fun, I was trying to like see if anybody had ever written anything. You know, like there's a picture of Tim Allen, if he ever played a time-traveler. When I put in Tim Allen time-traveler, a bunch of fan fiction came up, and it was not uh, G-rated. Let's put it that way. <laughs> there's a, there a lot of a gay fan fiction about Tim Allen. So It's really you know. weird. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I assume Al Borland was involved. I don't know. Maybe I guess. Uh, Woody. I'm not really sure, but yeah, I, I, not for me. Is there a is there a parody where a he's link? not a snitch? No, Mark, I don't have a link. Let's <laughs> <laughs> time, time Allen went through the time stream to wrong the rights that split off from when he did do that. Right. Like he's always like saying, like, "Oh no, I was going to get in that elevator." Sorry, friend. If my friend, if my brother Tim hadn't gotten arrested. Uh, you would have you would have been ten seconds faster, and you know you would have missed it entirely. But the time stream. 
So it, I, it needs some work. I found myself on xnxx.com. I don't know what what is that supposed to be? xnxx.com? I don't understand it. But no idea. Uh, that's when I uh, when I looked up <laughs> when I looked up Killing It Silent parody porn parody. This is what came up, but, but you should take it out, check it out because the first thing on here is a a Big Bang Theory uh, porn parody. It says big stacked blondie penny and hot friends go naughty in parody, but the picture is somebody that's supposed to be like the the three characters the three main characters on the show um sheldon and howard and leonard <laughs> sitting on on the couch and they it's perfect they look they look just enough like the characters and they're dressed like them. <laughs> but it's like it's the funniest <laughs> fucking picture in the world i don't What's know it's called xnxx.com yeah <laughs> all right go ahead and talk i'm gonna find it the next one it says mash as you've never seen it because it's a porn parody apparently. Then there's you know a lot of the um... at the end of the mash porn parody uh, spelled out in Roxas's I came really hard. Oh, <laughs> uh, it could get really dark with uh, the Korean <laughs> the Korean War uh, subplot there too. Uh, there's a lot of cartoon ones with Lois Griffin and Quagmire and stuff. Um. Let's see. There's a two broke girls parody. Another another not mash but damn close enough. That girl really does kind of look like uh, Hot Lips, whatever her name was called. I, I'm looking at the uh, the big pink theory one. That's pretty- there's something that's so funny about that picture. I don't know what it is. Oh uh, yeah, this is funny. So that's the craft. Yeah, there's a lot of weird stuff going on in the movie. Um, I like to point out that a lot of people, a lot of these characters are written by people who haven't had to work in a long. Oh yes, absolutely. Like the lady that owns the occult bookshop, like she's selling no books. Right. And this is a giant like occult bookshop. Mm-hmm. She's clearly you know independently wealthy or something. She's paying Los Angeles taxes. You know. That's how poor Fruza Bulk and her mother's like knowledge of money is. I think they get a payout of like seventy five thousand dollars, like that. Yes, yeah, and then like that. you cut to them like driving Porsches, right? And like living in like a penthouse. Like, how long are you gonna live there for? <laughs> I don't think you have enough to live there for a year. That's what I. That's that's what I said to Carol. I was like, that seems an irresponsible use of their money. And I like how Nev Campbell had like the classic, uh, you know, ponytail and a glasses thing, where it's like mm-hmm. she literally doesn't look any different. She's yeah. just wearing like more revealing clothing because you know her scars like instantly fall off. Right, and all of a sudden, all and the guys Rachel... are like, "Oh, what's going on?" Yeah. Right, and then Rachel, and then she's like a complete asshole about it too, which is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, and then Rachel True, like her wish is to make somebody else lose all their hair. <laughs> yeah, um, what's her name? Chris, Christy Taylor, or Christine Taylor. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I didn't remember this, a complete unapologetic racist in the movie. Yeah. I forgot about that. Oh my God. It was like, it was so shockingly funny when she's like making fun of her. She's like, Oh, I got a pubic hair in my, uh, in my hairbrush. Oh, it's just one of, uh, whatever her character's names is nappy hair. <laughs> and then <laughs> Not she, I miss, uh, you know, yeah, to a tear in heaven up there. <laughs> exactly. 
And then the Rachel True asks her, she's like, what's wrong with you? And she's like, oh, uh, I'm sorry, you know, that I make fun of you and everything. It's just that I hate Nignox. What <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> like, so I mean, casual, too. I know. That's that, that's like it's like so just in her face. And it's like, really? Someone would just say that in 1996. I don't think so. I, I, I find it hard to see somebody saying that in 1956. Yeah, seriously. Oh. Yeah, so, so yeah, they... Uh, Magic works because Rachel, uh, not Rachel, what's her fucking name? Uh, Robin Tooney, who is the yeah. only person who actually have any actual magical ability. Correct. Uh, she comes and like they kind of help her, like amplify it or something. A bunch of whales or dolphins or sharks or something die. I don't know, some animal. And the kids are happy about this. Yep. Um, and then like the good witch uh, goes, oh no, you have to use my good magic. And then like Skeet Ulrich dies. Maybe I don't remember. He falls off, falls out of a window. He's probably not okay. Yeah, he dies. <laughs> there's there's Skeet everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um uh Fruza Ball goes for the rare uh female rape, which he pretends she's Robin Tooney and tries to get funky, as they say, with Skeet Ulrich. Oh yeah. Yeah, because he's obsessed um, with Robin Tunney. Yeah, then then they make make her think that her dad died or something, and then like, oh no, and then he didn't actually die, and then somehow all their power's gone, but then Robin Tooney still has the power. And uh that's basically what happens. Uh it's 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 an enjoyable movie. It's it's kind of formulaic in, in the sense that if you mix that and every other like teen horror movie like The Lost Boys or mm-hmm. like a movie like Heather's or even like movies after it like uh, what do you call it Mean Girls? They're all the same kind of genre. It's mm-hmm. it's a good, it's a good it's it's worth watching. I'd, if you've never seen it before, I'd watch it. I'd say I'm happier that I watched it than I would have been if I had never seen it. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's solid. It stars the girl from Things to Do in Denver when you're dead. Exactly, that old chestnut. <laughs> yeah. uh, but anyway, yeah, that's uh, so. That's the episode. Uh, check it out. Check out the uh, the porn parody <laughs> of uh, the Big Bang Theory on xnxx.com and, and tell me what you think. Uh, and we will we'll see you next time. Bye. If you watch it, let us know how it is. What? Oh, if, if you, you watch the uh, porn parody, let us know if it was a good one. Yeah. Yeah, we want to know. So let us know wherever you can find us.